Live. Live. Bam. All right, now we're live on our Podbean. Welcome to Suzilla. It is it's, spring. Yep. And it's, it's spring. Susie and Matt. Hi. And today we are talking about small business. Yes, because, well, we are a small business. We support small businesses. There's lots to say about small businesses. Well, it, it, it came across uh, when uh, you the, did the, I bought meat from a meat guy. Yeah, we did. It literally, he is literally the meat man. Is how he, he how he describes his business. Yeah, and uh, um, he's one of the one of the guys who runs around with box with in a, with this truck. Uh huh. Um, and will deliver well in this case meat. Yeah. Um, sort of on a door to door basis, kind of a. I don't want to say Schwann's per se, but that, that kind of a similar model. It's a similar model. It's a direct to consumer model. Yeah, there you go. That's the way to put it. Um, yeah, Schwann's is a good example, but Schwann's is kind of broader base and, and this, more expensive buy-in. Yeah, it is. Now, this, what we did was the the product we got, it does have, uh, it, it works with individual, I don't know if it's franchisee situations or what. I did a little research on the, okay. on the, on the company. And sometimes you can do... Um, some of them have a subscription, some of them mm -hmm. go with a subscription service where it gets, comes to you regularly. Yeah. Um, this guy does it on a, a piece, piece by piece basis. Okay. I imagine he's got some people who are on a subscription that he delivers to regularly for one reason or another. Yeah. Um, he swung into our office the other day because he said he had some extras hanging out and wanted to get three extra boxes. Right. And he wanted to, you know, offer them up. And it's hard to say because I know that I've done door to door before. And you know that there's a little bit of... Yeah. A little bit of not always 100% truth there. Well, no, it's not that. It's actually a sales technique to say, hey, these are these are my last oh, three. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's, we got to move product. It's it's literally one of the pitches you use yeah. when you're doing that sort of sales. And that's not a bad thing. Oh, no. As long as your consumer is aware of it. Well, the thing is, it's, well. It's, it's being aware of the game. Yeah. A lot of sales folks aren't, though. Or not sales folks, but a lot of folks aren't savvy with the game as it were oh yeah it's it's a craft okay. it really is a craft you know it's it's why i watched billy mays for years oh yeah the the knife guys are another one watched for years yeah um better understanding the the sales craftsmanship and it is and it's not just a craft but it's an art mm -hmm. in a lot of ways um selling properly especially on a door-to-door -door basis like that is it's a it's it is a honed skill and craft and art all of it. It is and there there are two different focuses when you do it. It's a short term which is just Oh, you're focused. It's instant bottom line, you know, how much money will I put in my pocket a day? Okay. So that's when you're looking at the guy who is selling well the guy who's 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 hawking oranges on the side of the road. Uh, depends. Um, a better example is hot dog sales at a ballpark. Oh well, there you go. That's a more instant situation, anyway. Because it's instant. It's for that one event. Yeah. Um, when you're done, you're gone. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a real focus. Guy on the side of the. the the thing, mm -hmm. some of those are, are, are one-timers. Yeah. Some of them are looking for longer term mm -hmm. because if they know that they've got good product, mm. 
they see you, they'll stop, they'll in, stop in and, and it creates that repeat. If you yeah, do it long true. enough, it creates a fruit stand, fruit and stand to market. It, there you go. It that's creates, the natural progression. It's the, okay, it's the same natural progression as um, a food truck to a brick and mortar store. Correct. Same kind of feel. It's the same kind of concept. Um, we've, we've done some interesting ones with, you know, brick and mortar going to over to food cart instead mm -hmm. uh, because the food carts were lower overhead and and be able to make a higher revenue stream. Mm. Uh, so, yes. So some of those some of those have, old models are no longer in play. Yeah, they, they're, there's some flex back and forth on those, and mm -hmm. that is part of the pivot point to realize where your business really needs to go. Mm -hmm. And that's being really on top of what your business does and needs. We've talked about pivots before. Pivoting, yeah, it's it's. You know, because I've, I've seen people pivot from restaurant mm -hmm. to catering. Yes. I've seen a couple. I've seen a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. And I saw one really awesome um, restaurateur did that. And they were catering out of their restaurant and having mm -hmm. this and having the table, the tables and decided they wanted to kind of semi-retire. So they moved exclusively to catering. Okay. So they could be a little more picky about their clientele and choose when they wanted to be available. Mm -hmm. It gave them more flexibility with their personal schedules. And uh, it's kind of important to, to do it everywhere along the line mm -hmm. is if you're supporting small business, you respect everyone along that line of progression. Yes. Uh, we made a point early on in our office uh, that we opened up, what, six years ago now? Oh, six, seven years, something like that. The, I'm going to have to go back and look. Yeah, she said six. She thinks it's older. Well, we will find out. Okay. Um, but one of the first things I did was I pulled the no solicitations off the door. Yeah. And initially my, you know, my partners looked at me as like, why are you doing that? It's like, because we're all about solicitations our from our, ourselves and from others. If I see, you know, you know, a good Girl Scout cookie pitch, mm -hmm. I'm going to reward them. Yes. Uh, because it is hard to do that initial out of the shell, do something different. It is. And mm -hmm. it, especially if you're, it's, it, I like to encourage the new guys mm -hmm. who are out there just hustling their buns off, trying to get something going to keep, keep themselves afloat. Because it's a hustle. It is. And I like the guys who are come through with the coupon books, the guys who come through with the, the, you know, little dishes of candy or whatever. Yeah, I've done the coupon books. Yeah, you see, Matt, see, that's Matt's got. Um, uh, he has sympathy for them, empathy for them because he has experience doing it. Oh yeah, it, I have had to grow that. Yeah, it's 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 one of those ones that not everyone, you know, understands. It's like, you know, what what is the goal? When I was going door to door, you know, our target was you know making 150 bucks a day. Okay. Now, if we were on a road trip, which is where the area that we're in, and so yeah, if you see like a, a Pizza Hut, uh, big marketing sheet, mm -hmm. and there's a certain pitch that you'll see, um, that's that's I could probably still do to the, this day. Probably you did it for a long time. Because your goal was you wanted to see over you know over a hundred people a day, um, and you'd make over 150 bucks if you if you had your pitch down, mm -hmm. and and. That was just the way it was. Um, and yeah, there was times where you get dogged and it was bad product. I think the worst one I ever had to do 
was I had to uh, drive interest in a subway that the week previous had a shooting at. Oh, that was rough. And out of the whole crew, I was the only one that managed to do any sales, and I got two. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's hard. Now, as a consumer, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you're not, you don't have to buy everything that crosses your threshold, no. but you should at least listen to their pitch. It, it's one of those things, um, it's a lost art, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm seeing the, the, you know, how lost it is with the blind Facebook pitches. Okay, go ahead. Yes, if you're on Facebook with a multi-level marketing scheme, um, and I have never talked about your multi-marketing scheme, don't pitch me. <laughs> Just don't. Multi-level marketing schemes um, is kind of the 21st century phrase for the pyramid scheme. Yes. Um, and, uh, it, and it's gotten very, it's gotten very, very finessed, but it's still the basic recruit the next guy and make profit off of them pyramid. The guy at the top is your... It's... Okay, I did Amway when it was Quick Start. I am. I know a bunch of people who have made millions off this. Oh yeah, it can be. I done. have been in their houses. I have, you know, received counseling from them, and yeah, there's some good folks in it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, however, I've seen a lot of this generation multi-level marketers, mm -hmm. and they're not getting that same upline help. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the that's well. I, there's always been a certain degree of that with some of the smaller stuff. Avon, Mary Kay have always done, and and uh, Amway, for example, mm -hmm. those have always had a good, strong upline. Tupperware. 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 Good, strong yeah. upline support system. Absolutely. Uh -huh. um, but when you get to, into like Lularoe and the leggings and how that fell apart. Yeah. And that was. A lot of that was the lack of support of coming down. I think it was. Well, and the product was also. Uh, well, it, they got they got supply chain issues. Yeah, they they got they got sued by Boy, our, our attorney general. Um, but it was really it, it was what it was focused on. Mm -hmm. It wasn't focused on the consumer. Was it more product? Or was it focused on the the salesperson? It the was focused on the on the sales individual, the distributor level. And in the minute that that started to twist mm -hmm. from, hey, this is a great product, you're gonna wanna share it with your friends to, hey, you wanna purchase thousands of dollars of this. Yeah. And to be viable, you have to have a, you know, a huge variety on hand. And then be able to turn it over. And to be able to turn it over that's where the the marketplace fell down and you and what's being fed into those is the desperation yeah and right now there's a lot of pretty scared people out there yeah it's um the way that the rifts of the, of the media has has done it one of the big this this is actually taught when I was a project manager mm -hmm. was to was to sell based on fear. <laughs> Seriously, this is this is like my, when I was you know working with Microsoft, I had a sales VP teach me how to sell on fear. 
And you see that a huge amount. Is that the, oh, there's only one left concept? That's scarcity. Okay. The fear, if I was going to sell someone on fear, it's like, you're going to buy this because you don't want your other person to have it. Oh, competition fear. Yeah. Oh. And that that that's a complete, you know, it's like, hey, you get this product here so your other person doesn't have it. It's 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 scarcity's in there, but it's, it's what the other person can do. It's, it's like, hey, it's an exclusivity thing. Correct. Oh. And that that's a fear-based marketing sale. I tr I do my best not to use it. Um, that's one of the things that my son hears is you only use your powers for good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's important. Uh, but yeah, that is a sales technique out there. And it's, you know, you see that with the modern media, mm -hmm. they yes. use that. It's like, Oh, Hey, this group over here is going to get something that you don't have. And then you've got the FOMO, the fear of missing out. The fear of missing out. Uh, I was also called, it's also called uh, another way to twist that is the Jones technique. Yes. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up they, with the Joneses. That's what they used to call it. It's still there. Mm -hmm. It's the guy who buys the nice new car down the road and suddenly you want a nice new car. Yes. It's a competition thing. It is a competition thing. It's, it's one of those things. And when you start to understand these games, because they're games. Um, you don't buy into them. No, you can. You can pick them up and pick and, and pick choose. and choose as you wish. Um, does that? How does that go back to supporting small business? We talked about the the the, the hucksters are small businesses. Hucksters are small businesses. Well, it's it's, and this this is one of those things we we we, we talked about um, with uh, like healthcare. Yes. Um. In, in Eastern Washington, we, a lot of us get our healthcare off the exchange. Yes, a, a large, actually quite a percent, quite a high percentage. Yeah, we're like 40, uh, 40 plus percent. At one point when we had the big industries like uh, Alcoa uh, running, mm -hmm. that was a huge insurer. Well, Alcoa's left the area, so those that's a lot of people who ended up either back in small businesses with their small group plans, mm -hmm medium businesses with their their group plans or going off individually so yeah you you, you support those you know small business support services mm -hmm. um and you know do you wander into a walmart or do you choose a a local produce stand i will choose a local produce stand every time over walmart because i know that our local produce gal uh rhubarb market for example yeah. hi sandy um We'll have a product that is supporting not just her, but supporting her farmers, and the proceeds are staying local. Well, yeah, that's the profits are staying local, and that's me supporting a small business. Uh -huh. Now, if Walmart has something that I can't find anywhere else, well, that's that's going to be Walmart, and I can uh -huh. sort of justify it by saying at least the wages are going to the you know at least wages are staying local. Yes, it's still not my preferred it's choice. It's, I, I don't know the last time I've set foot in It's Walmart. been years. Um, and that, that's one of those things you, you start to look at. It's like, okay, um, you know, who's your, you know, we did with uh, insurance agents. Mm -hmm. uh, initially, when I was working uh, healthcare, I had a Medicare guy say, well, why should I select you if I know the product mm -hmm. 
and I could select it directly. It's mm -hmm. a good question. It's a great question. And this, this is from someone that's actually trained in the industry. And I, I told them, you know, two things. It's like, one, you're building a local resource. Mm -hmm. Two, you're not relying on, you know, you can rely on my E&O versus your own. <laughs> <laughs> Errors and emissions. It's, it's our insurance. It's plan. our insurance it's policy. Our, it's our liability insurance for agents in case, you know, something goes pear-shaped. Three, if you want to do any sort of referrals, you refer business back and forth. Mm -hmm. You're you're literally you're building an industry on Main Street, mm -hmm. and that's why you don't you know why I don't you know choose a insurance company that's out of Texas. Yes, I want local representation, mm -hmm. and I, I I don't want just them to represent one person. Um, cause if you start to go through the, some of the, the literature, mm -hmm. you'll see, you know, your, your local rep. Yes. I, I actually, my, my favorite one is, is, is being pitched. You'll have to figure it out. If you're doing health insurance lookups in central Washington and you see, you know, your local rep, you can get far with your local rep. If you look at them closely, you'll notice that they've got Seattle contacts. A lot of times, yeah. Towns, Bookends, the cities. They're, so they're not local. They're not local. They're not they're not 509ers. And you know, it's it's like saying, hey, this is a locally sourced lemon. Those are pretty rare. You can, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's you you want to look at it and you want to look at it really close. It's like, okay, is this really a local person? Are they really got an office here or are they just saying that to get your business it's the sales game yes well i mean some people will say they're in the same state they're local well we break it down even tighter yeah you know? we we focused on our region yes we are sent we work on central washington primarily mm -hmm. we will help you if you were in seattle or spokane or yakima well, we do we, literally and help. we wouldn't have everybody mm -hmm. in the state we are licensed uh -huh. to help and we will um if we for some reason are not able to because of and Medicare is a good example where yeah. sometimes I can't sell you a product because I don't have the, the contracts in your county. I'll refer you to somebody who can and that, then, I, that we already trust. Yeah, it's it's one of those professional things. Exactly. You're building a professional thing. And that's why you, you when you drive down the main street and you say, oh, why has this building been empty for years? Mm -hmm. And it's it's been empty for years is because, you know, a, you you don't have the desire to build one. It's like the the talk of well, the malls are all vacant. Mm -hmm. Well, why? It's because they don't have that sales game to create an event to bring people in. There's more. I I, I I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. It's more than just creating an event to bring people in. Well, no, there are a lot of factors as to why malls are failing. Uh, the, before COVID, there was a, a big no. Before COVID, mm -hmm. there was a big loss of loss of business in malls. They were failing higgledy piggledy because of online shopping. I will disagree with you. Will All you? Of, I will. And the reason why is is because a it's a lot of it is the the lost craft. Okay. Because remember when we were kids, it was going to the mall was an event. You'd go, you you know, you get something from Orange Julius, you hang out, you people watch, you meet your friends. It was an event. Yeah, you go hang out, you go and hang out at the mall. We've been interrupted. 
I'll go put the phone. Keep talking. So that was, you know, and they, they steadily, they dumbed down their sales support. Yeah. Because you had large chains bring in the lowest paid individual as possible. And we back up again. Yeah, it's, okay. it's going. That was weird. We had a little interruption there in our, in our live game. But yeah, I still think that malls as a giant interior under one roof situation. Oh, maybe we're having a Wi-Fi issue. It'd be a Wi-Fi issue. Yeah. Um, a giant under one roof, you know, situation like that is not, it's difficult. It's going to be difficult to maintain that, you know? Well, no, it's, what, I, I, and, and this, this is, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about the focus when they lost the focus on the product okay. and they went to, Hey, let's focus on the distributor that entry level sales associate that they wanted to strip out as much wages as possible, get it down to that bottom line and, and, and create a, an environment that made as much money as possible. And it stripped out all the value. Okay. So when you lost the humanity is when we lost the malls. Correct. There you go. And because, because they weren't, a place where a small business person could go and create a business. Yeah. And it's the same as Main Street. There you go. It's all it's because it's all about the chains. It's all about it's it's about the distribution. So, and, and and because you could sit in your living room and shop on Amazon mm -hmm. and it's like, oh yeah, oh I want a hot pocket. Go get a hot pocket. Mm -hmm. That became the new way. Oh yeah, I can FaceTime with my person while I'm sitting here on Amazon. That living room environment mm -hmm. was an event. Okay. Whereas, you know, going out and meeting people, and that's something that's, that's going to happen again. Mm -hmm. we're, we're seeing that more and more. So this, we're going to let that go to voicemail here. I'm just kind of seeing if we're having an issue with our Wi-Fi. It seems to be working on my phone, so yeah. it could, who knows what it is. Yeah. Um, but that's why we, you know, why we're struggling yeah. with small business at, you know, the malls. Mm -hmm. And downtowns. And downtowns. They're not just being pushed out by the big chains. They're not being replaced by people. Are, okay, I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. So what's happening is the people who are trying to populate. No. People are trying to populate. This might be important if it's ringing here. Uh, no. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Call back. Leave a message. Um, so, um, so the the people who are in charge of sort of cultivating the the malls or the downtowns are not thinking small business. They're thinking, how do I make it like Walmart? They're trying to compete on walmart's turf rather than creating their own dynamic that would that may suit the small business more effectively well they're what they're doing is they're they're grinding for dollars and they're grinding the, the lower management they're grinding the middle management so all the dollars all the real significant wealth mm -hmm. is extracted from the community the for corporate america for corporate america well, yeah and likewise, you see the same aspects here. And that's why you've got business like Firehouse Pets mm -hmm. that, that 
they've they've kicked in like three different slots um, downtown. They've expanded. They're doing great. They're they're people love working for them, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't I have no idea what their wages are. Don't care. Um, but you don't see a fat, you don't see a rapid turnover. You don't see a rapid turnover in staff. Mm -hmm. You you see the business expanding. It's mm -hmm. locally owned. You know they make contracts out with large companies. Yep. So that's an example of you know what to do. What to do. And you know why we know what to do? Mm -hmm. Because Alan, the owner, yeah. used to work for a big box store, and yeah. he learned how horrible it was, yeah. and he learned what not to do and did something different. Yeah. And that's why Firehouse is successful. But yeah, that's an example of being able to revitalize. Now, unfortunately, that's an exception to the rule. Yeah, he could he could absolutely run classes on how to do it right. Yeah, and that's that's the important thing is, is you got to look at what's successful and and you know mm -hmm. it's you know he's looking at the end user experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not just not just the product because you can buy the same dog food from mm -hmm. Amazon, but you wouldn't have the experience of taking your dog to Firehouse Pet Store. And, and that's, a, that's the thing. It's not, it, it is an mm -hmm. event to shop there. Correct. However, to get in there, mm -hmm. to get in there, you know, you know, he's got to, you know, jump through the middle, the support structure. Yeah. And the support structure is kind of weird right now. Yes. Um, you know, you've got like the downtown association, the, the small business, there's about half a dozen different small business whose goal is to extract wealth mm -hmm. out of that class to squeeze their bottom line, not necessarily provide mm -hmm. service, not spread for, but to squeeze dollars out. Well, through rent and, 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 um, like membership fees and stuff. Correct. Oh. Um, it's it's it, like a homeowners association. Homeowners association as a good example of it. It's it's those are not adding value. It's what's the value add. So if your downtown association is not adding value mm -hmm. to then what's the purpose of them? Well, some of it is is you know it's the history. Oh, I should I should belong to this because it'll allow me to network and meet with my peers. But is that happening? We don't know. I hope it is. It's hard to say. Um, I, I know for us, we, we had uh, ours uh, bring in experts that uh, were against our industry. Yeah, that was problematic. So it's like, okay, so how friendly are they to actual business? And that's what you got to start looking at. It's like, well, how are these, you know, why is that particular space downtown been vacant for multiple years? You know, is that landlord extracting a higher cost? Are they using a realtor group that has a formula that is upside down to starting a new business? That's a good question. Um, and that's, you know, that's that's part of creating a community that's friendly on small business. And that's where our downtown associations and our chamber of commerce need to step up and start investigating this and rather than just putting a little sign saying this could be yours. Yeah, and it's 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 you know, instead of you know actual doing 
advertising it's like well why is this yeah not the how do we how do we enable more businesses to come in mm -hmm. i would encourage them how do we encourage and this has been a conversation going on for a long time it and has and it hasn't but like yeah. i said you know the the easy one was oh let's let's blame amazon for the the fall of the malls you know let's blame walmart for the fall of downtowns and it, what it boils down to is the lack of pivot on the on the small business support group it's you know we want to you know it's not only the small business the businesses that are making money off of businesses mm -hmm. it's the consumer okay so it's the consumer because the consumer is it does all boil down to the consumer it does boil down to the consumer however some of it is is how you interact with consumers yeah that's true you know because how many times we've had is you know we've had the conversation of i want you to beat them we've literally had clients say that i want you to beat such and such it's not how it works yeah uh, and it's it's one of those things like we do our best you let as many people know you know of our existence and our customer service will take care of it there you go we 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 our goals are for our purposes not to beat somebody else mm -hmm. um so we're running out of time yep uh I UBS truck. Do we have yeah. anything coming from UBS today? Not that I'm aware. Not that we're aware of. It'd be a magic. It'd be a mystery box. So and so and yeah. we're going to end on something that's very important. Mass. Yes. Hand sanitizer. Yes. We are on phase. We're at three. Phase three. We started Monday. Yes. This is a, the third week in a row we've increased in numbers in COVID in in COVID in infection. And if it goes over 200, and we're last last count is 192. Yeah, if we go over 200, we we will sink back down to, to phase, phase two. two, which means we lose the 50% seating in restaurants, which is what our and we lose 50%, you know, mm -hmm. engagement at, at sporting events, and that's a slip for small businesses. So yeah, it's it's why we would you know. You know, and being supportive, it's like, yeah, I've worn this this mask since last March, mm -hmm. over a year. Um, if I'm going to engage in business, yeah, I'm going to do a lot of curbside. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to minimize the spread of this thing so that my small business people who don't have the chance, who have to rely on that physical contact, mm -hmm. have a chance. Yes. There's a, a population that's out there barking and barking. Oh, I, I and, and they've got this weird, this weird conflict that they don't even realize it's a conflict. I'm not going to wear a mask. Open up the stores. Not realizing that by wearing a mask, we can open stores. Yeah, it's literally that simple. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not that COVID's, it, COVID's not imaginary. It's real. It's killing people. Just be safe. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, no, this is not <laughs> convenient. No, this is not fun. Mm -hmm. But this is making a difference. It made a difference. It got the numbers down. I mean, because we were up over like 1,200 at one point. Oh, it was insane. It was crazy in like November, December. Um, we were back down, you know. We got as low as 118. Yeah, we never broke under 100 per. Right, that's infections per 100,000. Yeah, and that's important to know. We never got under that. Our goal is less than less 25. than 25 and we've never come close since ever in over a year yeah 
And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's because of people failing to, to recognize that, oh, yes, this thing has put, you know, over 520,000 Americans into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, it's serious. It, it's, a, it's like, oh, well, you know, what about the economic impact? Well, if you put on a mask, use some hand sanitizer. And six foot gaps for people and then just, it will eventually get under control and get freaking immunized. And get, yeah, the first chance you get, get vaccinated. Just period. Because yeah. what happens is is the, the, the folks that are running around and bringing this infection in their body, it has a chance to mutate. Um, there are variants. There's the South American. There's the Brazilian. Brazil's just, it's, 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 it's going it's to town down there. Yeah. And each time you the, an individual decides to play a human Petri dish, mm-hmm. it can change. And if it changes enough that these vaccines aren't protective, well, guess what? We we're, back to, we, we're back to star one. And we're not going to do that. All right, let's let's go. We're, so, a, we're gonna get off our soapbox. So yeah, watch. Look at your behavior. Look at you know how you know what the value add. Are they, you know, are the business you frequent? Do they add value by that you know better experience, mm-hmm. or you know are you enabling them to add better experiences, or are you just eh, yeah? I don't care. I don't care. I'm an island. Yeah. So that's actually, so think about how you shop. Mm-hmm. Think about who you want to support. Think about where the money goes. Yeah. Kind of think beyond your personal budget. Yep. And yeah, don't be afraid to hit up the meat guy yes. when he knocks on your door. It's worth an ask. Okay. Thanks for joining us on Susan Live. Bye. All right. Bye.